Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. 29th day of July, 2000 and hell, I'm sorry, 2020. And you're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. The Amigo coming at you till 11 o'clock this morning. My sidekick, Frank Fernandez. Stuff to get to. I always say we have stuff to get to. Good morning, Frank. Buenos días, señor. ¿Cómo le va la cosa? How's it hanging? Todo bien, todo bien. ¿Cómo va? Aquí, brother, más o menos, en la lucha. Pinchando otro día aquí en Slam Radio. I'm happy my cubbies are in first place. Sorry, your cubbies are in first place. My cubbies, brother. Look, there's the W right there. Another dub, another dub. It's a belated shout-out, but a shout-out to my boy, David Quintero. Celebrated a birthday a couple of days ago. Other than you, my favorite Cub fan of all time. Frito will get mad if he hears me say that. Frito's in my top five for sure. I hope he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Frito's in my top three. And he used to be in my top two till you came in my life. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Shout out to you, David. Happy birthday, Bubble. Ride it like you stole it, baby. That's a saying he has. He, uh, he's an avid mountain biker. So he has an approach, approach to life. You know, you go at things hard, so he goes, ride it like you stole it, which is, a, I guess, I think it's a biker's saying, or maybe it's him. He's so unique, he may have even come up with that. Well, I mean, there's ride it like you stole it, drive it like you stole it. Yeah, so I think he took it from someone. I don't think he was that unique. But still, he's so funny, he always puts his flair on it. Um, he's kind of a, a character, así como Q, a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of larger than life, uh, but very, you know, just, he's the greatest neighbor I ever had in my life, period. So, and also... One badass Cub fan from Chicago. Everything Chicago with him. His only downfall is he's an FSU fan. Ugh. Well, at least he's not a Gator. Hey, so you've heard me say all heroes don't necessarily wear capes. Have you heard me say that? Yes, all the time. It's a saying that follows me. Would you say, would you say I, I use it often? You use it often. It's one of your more common phrases. That's for sure. So it's so funny that I spend such a long period of time obsessing on certain things. And there seems to be a reason because I believe I may have like a sixth sense, Frank. And I always talk so eloquently and lovely about the powerful and ever so prosperous closer, reliever for the Los Angeles Dodgers, the one and only Joe Kelly. Hero right now. Um... What Joe Kelly did yesterday in the Astros game (laughs) is what every Major League fan has wanted to do or seen done, I guess, in the the course of the past six months, right? It's been on people's wish list for the last six months, you'd say? Yes, yes, it has been. I mean, that's what we were waiting for all year, for somebody to go out to uh, the Astros. Is that fair to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It was delicious. It was yummy. Um, So much it was. And then um, he goes, he he throws at Bregman. Mm -hmm. Then he throws at Correa. Mm -hmm. And then Correa with a stare down, right? Like, oh, come on, bro. Listen, you're not a badass, Papu. 
You're not a badass. Right. You're not. You're really not a badass. Right. You won't talk. I've asked you to come on my show to explain yourself. You won't really do it because, you know, whatever. Um, it's beautiful. So, you know, in, in very typical fashion, MLB umps is really just taking the... Uh, I follow my lead from them, I guess. That and Shame Tour have become your shame, favorite account. Oh, my God. So I take my lead from them. And, of course, this comes... The Shame Tour posts the video of Kelly throwing at Correa. MLB umps uh, tweets back, been waiting all night to see the fireworks. Joe Kelly quickly becoming a national hero. And then, of course... Whoever runs this account seems to be obsessed with you and I. <laughs> well, I think they got a glimpse of the show that day, and they're like, okay, hold on a minute. They talk about us. Uh, well, we do. I mean, I, but I don't even see, like, like Astros shame tour, Astros tour. I don't see them obsessing that much on us. Do you? Maybe they're trying to gain the clout because they don't necessarily have that many followers. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's going to change pretty soon because they... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you very, very much there, Kawhi. <laughs> oh, Lauren, you heard Lauren today at noon. Yes, sir. Lauren killing it, boy. So he has quickly become my hero. Don't you think? Yeah, did he throw at him before he struck him out, or was that afterwards? Um... I think it was before he struck. All right, because we, the, his reaction after striking out Correa and walking into the dugout, pretty much like mo mocking, it's like a little kid. Whenever you tell him something, you're like, mm -hmm. one of those kind of reactions is absolutely phenomenal. Well, well, what's phenomenal is when Kelly walks off the field. Did you see what he did when he walked off the field? I can't. Yeah, it was kind of like tonguing, tonguing man, like giving yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He's like. <laughs> Even the little face and stuff. Correa didn't like it. He stood there at the plate. That's the reason why the bench is cleared, but nothing happened. That's how soft Correa is. He has, so somebody's is that, mocking him, and he doesn't have to go after him. Is that, um, is that on? Uh, is that an automatic meme? Like, is that? Oh, one? it's an automatic meme. It's trending right now on Twitter. Joe Kelly's trending <laughs> on Twitter. When has Joe Kelly trended on Twitter? Maybe it's, when he signed the ridiculous deal? It's our Midas deal? touch. It's our Midas touch, Frank. I'm convinced we latch on to things, and then things become gold. Gold. Who the hell ever knew Joe Kelly? Not that everybody knows after I talked about him. But Joe Kelly's a random dude to just spend hours of a broadcast talking about. He is a random dude. Well, you were upset with how much money he got paid. Well, he just earned this. He just earned this $25 million. I'll never speak ill of I have to find another whooping boy. And then the jokes came out there in the offseason where he's there practicing curveballs in his backyard and he puts one through his dining room window. Yes, that was very funny when he did that. <laughs> so the jo the Joe Kelly jokes haven't stopped from me. So the fact that all of a sudden you're saying, oh, he's this, he's this national hero and he doesn't wear a cape and he's a hero, blah... It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yep. <sighs> because we've want, we wanted everybody going. And you even said, you're like, man, I don't think anybody's necessarily going to go after them. And I'm like, yes, people are going to go after them. People have not forgotten. Obviously, Joe Kelly has not forgotten. Well, Joe Kelly had a little thing, I believe, with the Yankees a few years ago. I sort of remember something. Where a Yankee Yankee hitter came at him and he beat the piss out of him. Sorry, I'm not supposed to really say that word. He just he pummeled him. Who was it? Was it the uh, Shane? I think it was this. I don't know who it was, but he just he mauled him. 
So he's not necessarily <laughs> the guy. Like, he threw at the guy. The guy slammed his bat on the ground. And Joe Kelly said, come on, let's go. <laughs> he said, let's go. I, I don't know. Even though he did that to the Yankees, I got to be very honest with you. This guy's like my new hero. This guy's my new hero. I think it's funny. Somebody tweeted out a picture of him getting um, a ball, like, like a bomb hit off of him. And he's like, let's not forget this version of Joe Kelly. Oh, well, Joe Kelly's, Joe Kelly's not that bad. I just brag <laughs> on him because he doesn't play often. Like Those 50 innings a year, he's making $8 million, But he earned all the, all the money I didn't think he earned. He earned it yesterday. You know, this has a life of its own within baseball. I'm going to talk about the Marlins, and the Marlins aren't playing baseball this week. But something, remember I told you that if this was just an isolated Marlins clubhouse thing, the baseball would survive. Baseball's going to survive. It's been a week since anybody other than a Marlin has tested positive. Think about that, Frank. Yeah, and they put them on timeout now. Well, but it's not even just that. We're talking about thousands of tests administered. Well, Ken Rosenthal is uh, reporting that at least one Marlin went out in Atlanta when they were over there for the exhibition That's, game. You know what I mean? I you know that the web That's when, brother, you you're doing this like just do it right. So like like my son's like, oh man, Lou Williams, Lou Williams I like Lou Williams. I go, well, Lou Williams is an idiot. Lou Williams is an idiot. Nobody goes to get takeout from a strip club, so don't BS me. And even if you went to go get takeout at Chipotle, you're a moron. They tell you not to leave. And then don't give me this nonsense about your rights because, quite frankly, you're at work. I, you know, for all the times the athletes make it about business, this isn't a personal thing. You need to be at work. Well, hold on. You oh. said you, you were talking about the mask. If you don't have a mask, they tell you to leave? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. I thought that's what you had mentioned about going to Chipotle. No. What I'm saying is who the hell goes to a strip club to get takeout? Oh, we've talked about that. But what I said was even if you went to Chipotle to get takeout, He's not supposed to break the bubble, and he did. He's okay, an idiot. I got you. Okay. I thought you had said something else. So whatever. Sorry. But what I love is that amidst all of that, I can ignore that, Frank. And the reason I can ignore that is because I run across these golden nuggets from time to time. Have you, have you heard that Cheaters is trending? Cheaters? Like the show Cheaters? Just like No, not the show. Just the word Cheaters. No, I, I'm looking through trending. I didn't see that one. Really? So what I want you to do is I'm going to do it now. Because apparently what I'm being told is if you if you click on that, the first thing that comes up is the Houston Astros Twitter page. And I just did it and it does. It's a tweet of, of last night's Kelly walking off the field mocking this guy. And then the very next thing you see, it's the Houston Astros. <laughs> so if, if you type in cheaters, the Astros come out. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. This is beautiful. And I love being on the, on the crest of the wave that is the trend. I haven't let this go, Frank. I haven't let it go. Do you know what I've ordered already? I've ordered another shirt for the occasion. Another one? Another asterisk shirt? No, well, let's just say it has something to do with the asterisks. A, a, a shirt with a picture of Joe Kelly's face on it. Well... There's now a third T-shirt that's gonna happen <laughs> with the mi- with the lip with the, the lip. third one. The third one is gonna have to be. I don't know how you can do it, but I'm gonna pause the picture of him putting the lip. Oh, there's already one on Twitter. Come oh, on then that's. I'll send it to you. And so then come on there's now. gotta be a way. I my 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 T-shirt lady is awesome. She can't make a hundred of them, but if you need one done, that's like the hardest thing to do. She does it. She's a G at that. So I I'm gonna I have a couple to order. She's she will be hearing from me today. Because I have a couple more. I already sent the order for the other one. And that one was inspired by Brian. 
our cutout guy. This is magnificent all at once. Marlins aren't going to play baseball. Frank, are you okay with that? Um, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. Because how do you make up the games? How, how does this come back now? Like, how do you? I'm just curious. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you make these games? Like, these games can't be – you can't make these games up. Like, they're going to have to take L's at one point or another, right? You would think. What happens if all of a sudden they're like a game back from the playoffs? Like, uh, they're going to have to do something because they're, they're, they've played 10 less games than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You would think, right? That's what I'm thinking because there's been no explanation for it. At least I haven't heard one. About 10 games less, but certainly a few games less. Happy 27th birthday to Dak Prescott, by the way. I always just like to throw things like that in there randomly. No? You don't want me to throw that in there randomly? You're giving me the nod. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to stay, trying to be relevant while we talk about things here. Is that okay with you? That's fine. You, you don't get mad at me for that. Right? I don't get mad at you. Good. I'm glad you don't. You march to the beat of your own drum. Benito Mussolini would have been 137 today. But since he died, I don't know, 75 years ago, that's not the case. That was like, what? Uh, that makes no sense. But uh, I'm just being a smart. Fair enough. You're going to be all right? Good. Yeah, I'm fine. You're going to be good? Mm-hmm. Everything all right? Mm-hmm. Getty Lee turns 67. <laughs> Getty Lee from my favorite band, Rush. You're my boy! That's my dude. I'm sure it's not a very happy birthday because his buddy, Neil Peart, is no longer with us. I, you know, I like to do this from time to time. You know me, bro. You do. Sometimes it's worth it. Is worth it. Other times it's not. We have well, it's, we have a good time with it sometimes, don't we? We do. We do. We stumble on other things when we do things like this. Yes, we do all the time. Like we stumbled across the ten most athletic presidents of all time. That was kind of a weird one to stumble upon, wasn't it? Yeah, that was random. That was fun radio. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball about to start, but in the meantime, you know what we talk about? That's baseball. And last night. Boy, was there baseball in the big leagues. Let's go to the Major League Baseball scoreboard here on Good Morning Amigo. Getting started the first of a twin bill in Cleveland. Indians over the White Sox, 4-3. to three. Francisco Lindor and Bradley Zimmer each with home runs in that one. You like that, huh? Love it. The second, the nightcap. Indians beat the White Sox. Indians now go to four and one. They beat them five to three. The Indians that good? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're that good. I don't know. Well, White Sox are supposed to be uh, not a contender this year, but they're supposed to be on the way up this year. Blue Jays over the Nationals, five and one. The champs now one and four on the season. That's not good. It's a short season. That's uh, that's the equivalent of really not. You might have end, you might have ruined it already. Well, we were saying that. Remember, if you start off slow, you're, you're going to have a very difficult time coming back. They started off slow last year. They were able to come back because it was a long season, and they came back after the All Star break. On my active favorite Major League Baseball player, Mount Rushmore, sits Javi Baez. He's earned it because of games like last night. He hit two dongs. Yeah, Cubbies over the Reds, four to one. Yeah, Cubs now four and one. Reds one and four. They played all their games at home. Not going good. For Cincinnati. They were supposed to, they were your sleeper, weren't they? No. I think you had mentioned Cincinnati, no. sorry. Rays over the Braves. Five to two. Raves moved to Rays moved to five. I'm sorry, four and one. Welcome to Planet Earth, Larry. Pirates over the Brewers, eight to six. 
Tigers over the Royals, four to three. Bro. Saw that new ro- new uh, co-owner Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's crazy. He has been gifted the city. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Mets eighty six. The Red Sox eight to three. You saw what I did there? Sorry. You didn't get what I did. No, I didn't. I, 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 I got lost there. Eighty six though. So look up what that means. What's the code of when you get eighty six? What is that? Shut out. No, just look it up. Just look, I, I want you to do this. This is on air. I like doing these things so that you understand my absolutely crazy wit. It's it's just unflappable. So when you get 86, what is it? Canceled. Okay. Postponed. Right? Postponed, right? Got you. What year did the Mets do a number on the Red Sox? In 86. Mets, 86 to Red Sox, 8 to 3. <laughs> Twins over the Cardinals, 6 to 3. Josh Donaldson home runs, homers in that one. Diamondbacks over the Rangers four to one. Dodgers first road game, first game away from Chavez Ravine, and we saw benches clear. Joe Kelly is our new hero. They beat the Strohs five to two. Angels over the Mariners ten to two. Rockies moved to three and one. They beat your A's eight to three. Fernando Tatis hits a three-run homer. Padres go to four and one. They beat the Giants five to three. And then, as you know, there were two games postponed: Yankees, Phils, Orioles, Marlins. That's your scoreboard update in Major League Baseball. So they're saying that the eighty-sixth it. I said the Mets eighty-six. I, under, I understand. Eighty-six something is to cancel. But listen, the origin they're saying lies in New York. All right, and there's many stories that back this up. It has nothing so, to do with nineteen eighty-six, but that's even furtherly, fur, furtherly. More. But good job, vocabulary. Good, 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 good. Yeah. English, ladies and gentlemen. The <laughs> final been, frontier. This would have been a perfect time for my new drop, but I don't have it yet. So, anyway, so there's many stories that back this up. There was a speakeasy bar at 86 Bedford Street in, in the Greenwich Village called Chumley's. Um, ah. It had no address on the door, and they had several hidden exits. So when the heat showed up, guests were known that 86 it or removed themselves from the, pre- the premises immediately. Interesting. I didn't know this, but I've heard of Chumley's before. So that goes way beyond the Red Sox choking in 1986. Brings a further New York twist to my... Makes me look even so much better. You see why you're looking up? It's good. But I knew 86 was a great way of double entendre. I love the double entendre. But I don't like dad jokes. That's not a dad joke. That's witty what I did there. Off the top of my dome, huh? That's pretty good, man. You have a lot of... Crazy knowledge. I'm not going to say useless knowledge. Sometimes a lot of crazy knowledge. Sometimes it's useless, but got a lot of knowledge up there. Sometimes it's pretty useless. (laughs) Puchero the joke. Bro, you killed me. (laughs) Dear God. (laughs) You going to watch basketball tomorrow night, man? Yeah, I am. I really am. And I might stay up for that Laker game, like you said, till the end. Oh, I'm watching that. I mean, I know it starts at 9, but by the time the game's over, it's 11-something, you know? It's late. It's like a finals game. That's how the finals start. The finals games end, like, at midnight. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what? It didn't really even dawn on me. I'm sorry. I am paying attention to you, but I'm just laughing. Wasn't it the Dodgers that Houston beat in 17? Yeah. Oh, God. This, is, this, was, this was overdue. But Joe Kelly wasn't playing for them. Doesn't matter. Joe Kelly's your henchman. He's your Luca Brasi. <laughs> He's your Chewbacca. Your Paul Laws. Bro, yes. <laughs> He's the henchman. He throws harder than anybody else. He throws 100 miles an hour, that guy. Yeah. 
I wonder how many people got the Paul Laws breath. Oh my, no, not many. Nah. Not many. And it doesn't help that you only have like three listeners. The beautiful seven, but. <laughs> I love this picture of the Dodgers standing and going, que, que, what, what? Bro, that. Did you see? I retweeted something to you, so you should have the picture. No, no, you sent it to me on text, I did. I'm dying. I I, the, the reason I'm perp I'm off my game is because that picture has me in stitches, bro. <laughs> that picture has me dying laughing. I cannot get over that picture. Furthermore, I can't get over. We have, listen, I've talked more about Joe Kelly. Then I've talked about perhaps any athlete not named Jordan, LeBron, Jeter, A-Rod. Is that fair? That's fair. If you don't have those four names, there's a real good chance that I've talked less about you than I have about this guy. so funny it's just so ridiculous a lot of fun man i can't believe that this guy's now on your good side well i so the only thing i ever did was he's the only only athlete for some reason whose whose hustle i sort of kind of knocked which was not right of me because you know that i supposedly don't knock the hustle but i it was more of an example of what was wrong with the game it wasn't a testament to him but we did make fun of him when he choked mm-hmm Just saying. What do you think? What do you think was going through Bergman's mind when they threw that pitch that was like, what was that, like a ninety-six mile an hour heater? I love this, bro. You know, I know God. it is not. It, it is not socially acceptable to be okay with throwing a baseball at someone. You've always said that it's not okay throwing a baseball at somebody's head. Always. And he threw two of them yesterday. And lately, it's just scintillating. Oh, just because now it's different. Because now it, it works in I our favor now, and right? And I laugh because it's almost like. I don't think anyone, I mean, someone might make the mistake and hurt someone. And now I said, off a mud. But you don't know why I don't care. Why? I'm, I can't wait because to Because I want it to serve as a deterrent to the next team that wants to try to do that. Wow, man, I can't believe this guy went at him like that. That's crazy. It is so delicious. And of all the pitchers in big league baseball to go at him, it was him. And, and my thought process is, you're right. He wasn't on the team when the Dodgers lost to them. But wasn't he on the team that lost to them in the AL Divisional Series? Didn't they beat Boston in the ALDS in 17, which Kelly was a part of that team? Yeah. Oh. I'm probably right about that. Because yeah, there's, always, so. there's always a tie. There's always some, there's got to be a reason he was that pissed. Because you're right. He, there has to be a reason why he was that pissed off. You know what? I think I saw something earlier that didn't make sense, and now talking about this, it's making sense. So I'm going to actually get on it right now. I don't want to say it just in case it's not. So. Yeah, man. He, uh, in 17, he, was, he played a role as a member of the Red Sox bullpen. In the division series, he pitched two of the series four games, allowing no walks, four hits with one strikeout and two and two-thirds innings of scoreless relief as the Red Sox lost to the eventual World Series winners in Houston. So the year that they were doing all this nonsense, Kelly went in there and dominated. Two and two-thirds, he had struck somebody out, allowed four hits, no walks, no runs. Yeah, he, I think he took it personal. 
this is starting to add up a little bit. He got a little pissed off because he played on that Boston team that was affected by it. Yeah, so not only did they cheat, and he's he's going at them for the whole team. Now he plays on the team that right. really got holes for right. it. Which the Dodgers without Joe Kelly, would Joe, I bet I can see now it's all. For, and Joe I there's a lot of clubhouse chatter going He's going, going yo, I got this today. I got this. Skip, put me in when the time is right. I got this. Hey, Skip. And maybe he's like, you know what? I've been listening to Good Morning Amigo. You're right. I am a little overpaid. I'll pay some fines. I'll take one for the team here. No, Skip, I'm going to justify my paycheck today. He, Let me is get the ball. A, he is a hero without a cape, that guy. <laughs> You're my boy. I got this. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Woo! So, you know, I always promise to stay away from certain conversations, right, Frank? Yeah, buddy. Uh-oh. Well, it's just... Bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult, bro. I don't even know what angle you're going with this on. I can't. I want to. I start thinking about how I might position it. Um, nope, not going to do it. We're going to get back to sports. You won. Yes. You won. There's no chance I'm doing that. I don't even want to ask because nope. I don't want to. No, know. no, 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 no. It's better off. You're better off not saying anything. It's not going to do it. If there was a direction I was going to go with something. So instead, I'm going to take the other direction. So Perfect. we, yes, I'm definitely pivoting at this point. So we've come to one realization, Frank, and that is that Joe Kelly has become one of my new favorites of a sort. He's become a show prop for me. Yeah, buddy. We need to find any sound. Maybe did he get interviewed last night, press conference. There's got to be something pretty funny somewhere dealing with this. But that being said, there's a, there's a pivot as far as, you know, when I talk to you, Frank, about the people I like in the, in the entertainment industry, right? If you were to name, who, who are the four, five, six single performers that you know are people that I love, whether it's because of their performance or because of any other reason? Well, for sure, Jordan, number one. Okay, I'm not talking sports. I'm talking entertainment. Oh, okay. I'm talking sports. <laughs> this is all entertainment. Like music or acting. So there you go to Jordan. That was very nice of you. Go ahead. Uh, you know, whenever, whenever that <sighs> layup is up there, I got to go ahead and try to grab it. Uh, Mark Anthony. Okay, so you know that I like Mark Anthony. J-Lo. 
So J-Lo is an automatic, right? Mm -hmm. But you you know that J-Lo is kind of taken right now. Okay. Right? And I've, J-Lo and I have exchanged uh, gratuitous pleasantries. We really haven't. <laughs> one one mentioned at an award show. Yeah, it wasn't really for I know. me. And I took it for me. <laughs> I can do whatever I want, right? It's my party, and I cry if I want to. I do whatever I want, ultimately. But I'm down low, low-key, with, with absolutely no announcement to this. You're, if you tell me you knew this, I'll be very surprised. But I've decided to pivot in the area of, you know what J-Lo represents to me? It's that singer crush. Okay. Right. Well, it doesn't really... It doesn't like a little boy singer crush kind of, like teeny bop kind of deal? No, like J-Lo's hot, and I love when she sings a song because she's sexy, and I've always thought that. And since she was a little fly girl mm. on Living Color, like it's always been a joke. Everybody who knows me knows that I kind of like the Bronx in her, and, mm. you know, it just... I don't the mean New to be disrespectful, sass. but she's, to me, she does it. You like the New York sass. She's she, got a little bit of street in her... Here's the beautiful thing about J-Lo. She's done it for me while she was in her 20s, 30s, 40s, and now that she's 50. Oh, she's your Vince Carter. She's unbelievable. I, there's nothing I can say or do that it would even... But it's overplayed at this point. So it'll always forever have a special place in my heart. But in today's world of be careful what you say, I'm going to let my hair down a little bit. And I'm going to talk to you instead about this low-key singer crush that I've had for many, many years. Brother, I all I can say is that she's my favorite getting of all time. Share. No, bro. Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. You're not bringing this girl up. I'm gonna start admitting a lot of stuff that I don't want to start admitting over. Well, we don't have to get creepy about it. But I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. And just listen. I am apologizing on ahead of time. Because it's not going down a good road. Oh my god. So I've always had it. The reason I never really talk about it is because, well, how do I put this? It's always been frowned upon. <laughs> Just because it was frowned upon. So I'm like, dude, it wasn't when she was 16, guys. That didn't do anything for me. There's a reason why I didn't play the Hit Me One More Time. Because I'm talking about the Britney 2.0. Even crazy Britney. <laughs> Brings out a certain giggle in the old man. Listen to that. So, this is a true admission. You look uncomfortable. Listen, to this day, Britney, to me, is smoking hot. <laughs> Shameless admission. So there it is. So I'm pivoting, bro. You know who's going in that direction, but I will never have the same feeling for this person because it's just far too young. And even though she's admittedly sassy and sexy, I don't, it's, you, you can't. When you get to a certain age, that just doesn't rock the boat the same way. But this girl, Becky G, is out of control. Right? I think Becky G is... Just she sort of gets what it is to be 2020 hot. She's just very young. So Britney, let me tell you something. Britney's older than you, bro. Did you know that? 
by like a year. She's older than you. Her though. birthday's December 3rd, 1982. She's older than you. She ain't 40, but she's knocking on 40's no, 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 door. You're not going to ask me why I know that off the top of my head? Because you're a Britney freak like me, aren't you? And when's her birthday? December what? I think it's December 2nd or December 3rd. Nice. Dude, if it's December 3rd, think about what December 3rd means I know, to us. I know. Like, December 2nd, I can't celebrate it, unfortunately, because that's a sad day for me. But if it's December 3rd, which is a happy day for me, you're looking it up. Bro, if her birthday December 2nd. Oh. 1981. Damn. Look at, bro, come on. 39. I knew that off the top of my head, bro. That's not normal. That's the anniversary of my head. Why do you think I just had my head in my hands for the last 45 seconds? Look at this, bro. This song was crazy. Do you remember when this song came out? Yes. 2000. She performed it in the 2001, I forgot, MTV. 2001, We had the snake around her back. We had about it. How many Britney Spears concerts have you gone to? None. None. But I've never been to... I'm sorry. I'm the four. <laughs> Did I stumble upon something here, Frank? I'm telling you, bro. There's gonna be a lot of admissions going on. I'm probably gonna ruin my career right now. No, four. Yeah, four. Believe it or not, four. Yeah, no. I so I didn't get in the beginning. It was actually about the music because "Hit Me One More Time" was a great. My loneliness is killing me. Right? I must have I still believe. Still it was a cool song. You could tell that she was wildly entertaining, right? But the schoolgirl thing, even at being whatever, I'm trying to figure out, I'm probably 13 years older than her. It didn't, it didn't work for me in that sense. I, I happen to like her music, but socially distanced because for obvious reasons. It just didn't, it was a teeny bopper girl thing. Like, it didn't, like, I don't. Well, you, I'm sorry. You were, also, you were also older when she when she came out, yes, so you, it was a little weirder. She for you. was your age. I was 17, so, 16, macho, or something like you that. You have a different perspective. Out, you right, have nothing to be ashamed of. No, of course. Bro, I had posters in my room. All right. See, I, I didn't went go to the stupid concert. I, I went to one. The first one I went to, I was working at fundraiser while I was a senior at Killian. Uh, that I did those fundraisers at the arena or whatever, and I was able to get on in there, and I was able to kind of sneak off and kind of watch most of the concert, and I was able to watch the end. The second one, I drove all the way to the Mars Music Amphitheater oh to God. go watch this. Are you for right? real? Oh, I'm for real. I'm dead ass. Like, I, I was a huge... I had the biggest crush on Britney. Like, she was my girl, all right? And then there was another concert that happened in the American Airlines Arena that, that went down, and then many, many, many years later... My ex comes to me like, hey, you want to go to the Britney concert? I guess, like, nobody was going to show up to the concert, so they were pretty much giving out tickets. Yeah, she had already pretty much lost it. That was the whole circus thing that she, that she had playing off. concert was awful. She lip sunk the entire concert. That's when, that's when my attention towards Britney started fading away. She lip sunk the entire concert, and there's only one song that she actually sung, which she sung it to her kids, and there's a reason why she lip sunk the entire concert. So someone's giving me info, intel, that apparently I haven't kept up with her. Claiming that she's all banged up. I saw a picture of her recently where she didn't look great, and then I saw another one where she looked fantastic. Right. She was banged up, I mean, and she is banged up. Um, she doesn't look the same. She put out a, a video out the other day, not that long ago. Um, and I think she has a residency in, in Las Vegas right now. Which means she's got to look pretty good. You don't think? Yeah, I, th I still think she's super pretty. Her sister's super hot. Look at you. Jamie Lynn Spears, she, boy. She's look cute. Her up. But she's the one that got pregnant at a young, young age, right? I they both know. did, I think. I don't follow that. No, well, I mean, you follow that. I mean, I'm sorry. <sighs> so, yeah, they told me to look at the Rolling Stone photo shoot, but that looks like a very young Britney Spears. Like, that doesn't... Yeah, that might work for you. Whoever texts me, that's probably her age. That... Mm -mm. 
That doesn't that doesn't do it for me. So actually, uh, now if it's the other one with her sort of topless, uh, 2003 one is much better. Oh, so she's she's coming out right now. There's a there's a there's a picture that she posted on her Instagram fi uh, file that with like a whole bunch of uh, henna tattoos on her, and she did say that she is demanding attention in her new bikini picture with her new uh, henna tattoos. I'm or telling you, bro. And this whatever. was actually this came out yesterday, so this is a fresh story. So it's, it's, I don't know if that's why you brought up Britney or you just stumbled across this, but no, I, there's always a purpose to my madness. I'm sure. I'm I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to pivot on this one. I'm ready to pivot. She she actually, she became kind of really synonymous of being in the front of Rolling Stone magazine. I think she won something in 2001. And she didn't look so young there anymore. She, this is a very attractive young lady. Now, I'm being told that she's a little banged up these days. Well, just go. you can go to her Instagram. So am I. Like, you know, I don't look the same as I used to when I was handsome. Yeah, that's the one. He sends me a picture. That one's dastardly. That one's tough to say no to. Yeah. So that's it. So we're going to start playing some Britney music here on our off time. I'm going to mix Britney music into my mixes. I don't know, bro. She still looks good, man. I don't see why she looks no bad. Way. I'm sorry. And like, sorry, babe. I, 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 I'm not, you know, people have preferences, right? So my visual preferences don't lie in American women. Oh, Hispanic women. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everybody has taste, whatever. Italian women are okay. But Hispanic women do it. Yeah. He sends me a picture where she doesn't look so good anymore. I see that. Well, I've sent you a few now. Well, uh, she's doing this, the eyeshadow thing. You know, that she's got she's to do a better job of that. It's, it's, I think as her eyes have drooped a little bit. I think that's what's going on. But she's stunning, bro. She's a pretty-ass girl. So you're surprised. You didn't know this, did you? No, I didn't know this. I know that she's fallen off a little bit, but I didn't know the, your, your inner crush with Britney Spears. Can't call it a crush because it's, she was a little too young for it to be a crush, Frank. What happened is when she bloomed, she was no longer a kid. You got the wow factor from me on that, and I like I like sassy, sexy, older. I'm in tune with my sexuality, Britney. There's nothing wrong with that, but young Britney, schoolhouse Britney, nah, baby, one more time, Britney, no chance. None of that. I used to. She was kind of. I kind of made fun of it a little bit. Like, it was not exactly... It, it came into my consciousness years later when she, The snake thing, kind of... Well, hold on a minute. The snake thing is what happened. No, 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 no. That's all three. It happened before that, man. For me? She came, out, she came out with a baby one more time, right? And then all of a sudden, she came out with a sometimes video when she was on the pier with a pink shirt. And that's when everybody was like, oh, my God, what happened to Britney? Everybody claimed that she got a boob job I because all of a that. sudden she had grown... And then it was the crazy video or whatever. And then crazy, it shifted to that. Crazy gave you an idea that maybe she was a little crazy. Because that's the one in the green top. Yes. She's bouncing around. And right. it's a little more, I did the diffuser on my hair thing, right? Like, I, that one was like, that was like, huh? That's not the same girl that was dressed up. In private school knickers and whatnot, like no. well, she showed, she grew up in front of everybody too. So that's always tougher for somebody to to grow up like that. Remember, she started in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. She so sure people, did. she was in the limelight the her entire life growing up. So that's always tough for somebody. Once something happens that's kind of off kilter, they all of a sudden get lambasted for it, and so, that's kind of what happened with her with Kevin Federline. I'm very good with with her, and so much so the first CD that my daughter ever owned, probably oh seven oh eight, was an older Britney.
She goes, oh, my wife gave me all kinds of hell for that. Why that girl of all girls? I mean, because it's not like she was exhausted. singing about bad things. No, my perception's so amazing. She's never liked her because the day the day she came out of the sneak, I went, whoa! I never forget it. it was my house. I go, what the hell is that? Well, what destroyed her? She looks gross. I'm like, mm, okay, if you say she looks gross, that's fine. But no, no, <laughs> not really. Great. She was outrageous. So there, I have done my share of talking about Britney. Spears. That's when she was in the best shape of her life. Yes, remember when she was just like. It was all abs. Rock hard abs. Came out with it. it was all abs when they said when she came out with the snake. But Federline destroyed her career. Was it Federline? Yeah, Federline kind of messed her up a little bit. He was nuts. She went down that path. She got pregnant. All of a sudden, it wasn't about her career anymore. It was about Federline, and he kind of had this manipulation over her, and it went downhill after that. She she was never able to bounce back. She put out a couple of songs here and there, but nobody necessarily gravitated to her anymore. You know the one thing that does get me? Christina, sorry. Christina was the one that was able to kind of stick around, but even though she doesn't necessarily put in new music, but she's in the limelight with all those shows, like The Voice and all that. I apologize. She's kind of a kook. She was, but she was hot too. So the one that gets me right lately is when you see, and, and, and for all, I'm, I'm not gawking anyone, but you can't help but notice when they started saying 40 is the new 30, and that was 10 years ago when J-Lo was 40, yeah. and all of a sudden 40 was the new 30. Dude, have you seen 40-year-olds these days? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, a, I'm confused. I know it's not because I've gotten older, but I always get a trip when, you know, someone I know or a follower turning 40, and you look, and I know they have these filters, and sometimes they don't look as... And you're like, you're 40? Yeah, you got to be careful with that a little bit. But no, you're right. Because you see them in real life and you're like, oh. Well, but the thing is, sometimes it's people you know. A lot of times it's people you know. And even then you're like, man, that person's 40 already? And I'm, I'm just marveled. I think as a society, we've just learned to take care of ourselves a little more. Like, I don't even mean to be rude about this. But, like, growing up, I never heard of a term called manscaping. <laughs> I, I became a manscaper, in my opinion, before manscaping was a word. Mm -hmm. I really believe that mm -hmm. because I've just always been kind of anal about mm -hmm. that. Now, I'm not Howie Mandel or anything like that, but, you know, like the front, I've said it before, I like, hey, hand on my chest, I'm not messing with that. The, the taco meat. But the back, the arms, forget about it. I'm not, you know, no. Uh, it smells. Smells yeah. outside for 10 minutes is out Florida, 106 in the shade with 99% humidity. When you come back in, you don't smell like roses. Right. You have to mitigate that. It's one of the reasons I keep this place so cold. But the truth of the matter is 40 has become this, this, this threshold of, look, I still look good. It's nuts to me. I remember when I turned 40. I looked good at 40, but whatever. Well, like J-Lo don't look 50. J-Lo does not look 50, though. But I'm not talking about... Jennifer that. Aniston doesn't look 50. Jennifer's, Jennifer's another... I think she's 50. Una gringuita. Mira, I got to scratch the top of my dome on that young lady. My goodness gracious. And she's just elegant and pretty and refreshing. She's 51. She doesn't look it. She walks and there's like a white cloud behind her. You know, and angels fly out of it. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. I just, I, that's another one. It's incredible how we perceive people. 
I mean, for all we know, Jennifer Aniston could be the biggest bitch in the world. Looks like it a little bit. You think? I have no idea. I, I have no idea either, I have no but she kind of looks that way. But she looks angelic, to say the least. She's born in Gronk's favorite year. Far, <laughs> I got 69 touchdowns. You know what I mean. <laughs> what happens when he scores that I mean, first you know touchdown? what I mean, baby. What happens when he scores that first touchdown this year? Gronk seems to be ready, bro. He's ready. Here, like, half the Patriots have opted out. They don't want to play. They don't want to play because of the pandemic. I think it's yeah, I know what the pandemic is. <laughs> no <laughs> Brady. No Brady <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> so we can't, like, you mean really Cam judge. Noon? We're not going to oh. really be able to judge Bill Belichick this year if, like, half the team's gone, right? Because remember, it's, it's, supposed, to be, half the it's supposed to be who's the one that it's was made the magic there. Was it Brady or was it Belichick? It's not half. Unless Brady has a bad year. It's not half the team, though, is it? It's no, it's not half the team. Like three or four players, yeah. right? Dante Hightower, I think. Hightower's one. I got to check through the list, but Hightower's one. Isn't that a little weird? A little weird. But again, you know, when you talk about how do you spread this, is football kind of a candidate of not being a good sport to play during this? Football would be a candidate of a sport not I can see them making them wear the shields. I've heard something like that. that, They all have to have that. Right. Um, Emirate came out, I think, yesterday or the day before, something like that, saying that he's very concerned with the way that sports, um, that that the fall sports may have to be delayed and the season shortened a little bit because he doesn't see how it's going to be possible for them to be able to play. Exactly. Remember, we're talking about kids and we're talking about pros. The NFL will be able to con- continue because we're talking about different things, uh, about different a different stature over there. There's more liabilities when you're dealing with these college kids. And if there's a lot of these colleges that aren't even having classes in, on campus, it's hard to imagine that we're going to have sports, that they're going to put the student athletes in jeopardy when they're not putting the rest of their student body in jeopardy. Yeah, that's always the interesting dynamic to all of it. You understand? That's That's what's a little weird to me. That's the thing that I'm concerned about because we know that we're dealing with different liabilities. At the end of the day, we're talking about kids. We always we're very we're very we're very easy to always be like, oh, but these are kids. These are kids. There shouldn't be any trash talk, blah, blah, blah. But the first thing happens, we want to throw them out on the field. No, if they're kids and we always treat them like they're kids and they're not professionals yet, then this is something we might have to take a step back and say this may need to be delayed or it may not happen. That's understood. Can't be kids for some things and kids and not kids for others. College sports is the one that's dastardly, man. It really is. That's the one that's gonna be. That's gonna be the tough one. I'm not sure how you handle that. Caramba. Well, I know that I think baseball is gonna survive this nonsense with the oh, not nonsense, but this crap with the Marlins. If it's only the Marlins, baseball should. I'm be curious fine. how the Marlins. It's gonna be a series of doubleheaders. That's not fair to the teams. That's weird. How is it? How can it be a series of doubleheaders? They're totally losing the Yankee series, which, in fact, I believe the Yankees now are going to play Baltimore because of the switch. Oh, so they may have to take losses on all of those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up during the break and stuff That's like that crazy. because I think they're gonna have to take losses for everything. I don't know how they're gonna be able to make these games up. It's not like they're necessarily playing um, division opponents that they're gonna be able to make these games up later. They lost games against Baltimore and they're losing games against uh, the Yankees and Phillies are the other one. The only games that can be made up maybe are the Philly games. Well, how do you make up the Yankee games? Potential tropical cyclone number nine doesn't have a name. If it has a name, it'll be Isaias. Okay. Just so you know. A lot of, lot of preparatory talk in the last 24 hours in Miami. They couldn't pick a more common, easier name to say? 
I already forgot what it was. Isaias. I'm gonna call it's it like Isaiah. Isa. They might it. call it Isaiah. I'm gonna call it Isa. But it's Isaias. So it's Isaias. That's how you're supposed to say it. I know because I had a friend, Isaias. Nickname. Isa. No, that's a woman's name. Isaiah is the, the people just go Isaiah or Isaiah. Oh, all right. This is supposed to be a boy name? Yeah, Isaias. Absolutely. New to me, never heard of that. You've name. never heard of like Isaiah Walker. The Spanish version puts an S instead of an H. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Isaias. You know people with that name. You have to. Cuban? Is that a Cuban name? Yeah, it's kind of a Spanish name. I don't know. You know the Cuban's name? Usnavi. Usnavi. <laughs> I have a friend and his name is Dennis, but it's spelled Denny. Like Denny's. Denny's? Because his mom saw it on the sign. He goes, oh, I'm go with the number. So his name I told is you Denny. about the student my, my wife had years ago who's probably grown adult now at this point. Disney. Disney, yeah, that's Disney. another one. That was interesting. Come back from break. Do what we do, what we love to do right here. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. If you heard Dak Prescott giving a shout-out to Slam Radio, I give Dak Prescott a shout-out as today's is... Whoa. Sorry, I'm doing 100 things. Yeah, well, do about 97 less. Come on. Final segment of the program. I'm going to say happy birthday to Dak Prescott. Are you going to play music? Today's Dak's birthday? Yeah, ironically, you played uh, Dak Prescott. You're listening to Slam Radio. Did you know it was his birthday? I know yeah, I didn't so mention that. That's why I played it. Oh, okay. So you, there's no coincidence. No. You press buttons without coincidence. <laughs> Got to be a producer, right? Yeah. Talking about producers, I have this little down low producer you don't even know about. Oh, no. That doesn't you're sound right. Me She's a friend of mine. I'm working very closely with Yendi Alvarez on uh, on the Alzheimer's walk this year here in Miami. And even though they call us co-marketing chairs, the truth is I say she's the boss. It's easier that way. She's a boss, bro. She's like a G. My God, she does yoga. She's simply like one of the most organized people I've ever met. It's crazy, Frank. She's even more organized than you. It's pretty tough. Yeah, she's outstanding, man. She's She's good people. Um, but she's been chiming in all week with little things. We're gonna we think of doing a sports segment with her because she kind of knows her sports too, and that way we kind of tie it into what we're doing with Alzheimer's. She's a trip. So she wanted to remind me that today is the anniversary that NASA was created. NASA passed legislation in Congress on the 29th day of July, 1958, and as that was set, the official start date of NASA. Did you know that, Frank? 62 years ago today. Had no idea. No clue. Guess what else you had no clue about? What else had I had no clue about? Today's National Lasagna Day. Oh, yummy. I think I'm going to Deep Piazza's and getting some lasagna. Oh, I have to. Uh, I, I some, think that's going to happen today. Forget what, what, what my wife want me to make. Even today? if it's the lunch portion, I have a feeling I'm having cooked dinner tonight. So, yeah, lasagna. It's National Lasagna Day. We're on the right track. We're supposed to have some healthy multi-grain pasta and sausages. Did you know that here in the state of Florida, we're actively pursuing young science students to pursue careers in aeronautical uh, science and, and engineering? Did you know that? Makes sense considering that Nassau's here, right? Right. It sure is. I have a buddy of mine that works over at NASA. For whatever reason, I always knew growing up that he was going to be something like scientific, mm. science-related. So she's celebrating by having vegan lasagna today. No, I'm going to have the one with the ground beef. The one that's bad for you is the one I'm going to have. I'm sorry. Well, okay, so what makes lasagna lasagna? Is it the beef? 
Is, is it the meat? No, because it's just that just gives you a different taste. It's a different protein. It really is a combination of the sauce and the ribeyes. But what's what do you get out of protein if you go vegan? Like, what's considered protein on that? You're opening up. You're you're justifying the potential need of a segment with her on this show. I'm pretend, I'm doing it because a lot of people tell me that there's a benefit on vegan, <sighs> vegan, vegan. I eat vegan and I'm hungry maybe five minutes later because I'm not full. There's no protein. I don't. I don't. It's like the people that tell me that they eat tofu and they, 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 that tofu's delicious. Tofu tastes like air. Yeah, well, she she knows a thing or two about this vegan thing. I think it has to do with the noodle, according to what she's explained here on text, like the lentils and stuff like that. You get to eat that stuff. I, I can sort of do that, but once you give me the broccoli stuff and the green veggies, that's when you lose me. Except asparagus. I can I do like the broccoli. Asparagus. I can't do the cauliflower. I can't I can't do cauliflower. I can't do broccoli. It, like fart. it does. It cauliflower. The great name. I thought you said in Spanish. It's cauliflower. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. What do you say? Cauliflowered. No, no, cauliflower. Cauliflower. That's how they say it on Eighth Street. Cauliflower. Now, have you ever had cashew-based sauce? Like I've eaten cashews. They're rich in fat. That's what she said. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, I can't do the broccoli. I'm getting all the stuff, all the eggplant, all the mushroom. Not having it. Uh, zucchini, not having it. I'm not. I'm not a vegan candidate here. Zucchini. I mean, I can do no, zucchini. No, you're you're artsy fartsy compared to me, bro. I'm not artsy fartsy. I'm meat and potatoes. I was taught mashed potato or baked potato. I was oh, taught about a well balanced diet. I was gravy? taught about yes, the pyramid, gravy. about the food pyramid with the with the milk and the cheese and the cookies. So. And the, <laughs> Cauliflower smells like ass, right? Mr. Cookies. Cookies is a part of the food pyramid. Yeah, but cookies, you can't eat cookies. So cauliflower smells like ass, It right? does. Okay. You, smell, you cook it, it smells like ass, right? It does. Right? In Spanish, it's called cauliflower, which is cool, right, right? right? Right. And then the funny thing is, is rumor has it that when you eat it, you get all sorts of flatulence. Yes. You know how enamored I am with flatulence. There's no surprise there that flatulence and cauliflower are one in one. Flatulence are hand in hand with comedy and 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 perspective. You can get a lot of perspective through flatulence. You have yourself a real good, nice serving of cauliflower. And you start thinking about things in life, and when you get to an emphatic moment, you just let one rip. <laughs> I don't have drops for that, so don't worry. Because you took my buttons away. I used to have many farts. That's one of the reasons why I took that button away. Yes, I had many farts. That was actually the reason why I took those buttons away. It was fart heaven on Good Morning Amigo was, until you no, took the it buttons off. Fart away. heaven when we were on social radio with George and George endorsed it, so you were like, "All right, that's cool. Yes. We can keep doing this." George, you know that I'm I'm getting along very well with Angel Espino, and we're gonna do something for George. I'm getting I have clips, by the way. I have clips. Oh, wait till you hear them. We'll just leave it at that. Um, From where? Old George shows. Okay. Old Neil shows. Oh, yeah. We're starting. To, I have to have the talk with the Beast, Brian London. I have to. Isn't that crazy? Yep. So we were never best friends, right? Is that the best way to say that? Yep. Yeah. And it's time to talk to him. It's no Zazlo, but no, no, no. This guy, but not on that level. Boys with Zazlo. I don't know if you know that. Like, I, I mean, think they, they get along for a long time. I think they get along really well. So I can't say anything bad about Zazlo around them. It's not cool either. Like I wouldn't want someone coming to me and I sort of get along with you and they start talking crap about you. I'm like, yo, bro, you're messing with my boy. <laughs> so if he comes in here, take that frame off, the one that's behind you. Well, that's that's an inside thing. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> and if he knows, he either laughs or he has to deal with it, he's right? See the dose, and it's gonna go, the question's gonna definitely come up on the table. I don't know if he knows that. He was in a radio row. I think by then he was out. But he's gonna be like, oh, dose. But there's only one of you guys. <laughs> Where's Alan? So I must remind you as we talk about these healthy foods. It's my duty as someone who sits on 
who's, who's a co-chair and sits on this, this this group and committee as we prepare for an Alzheimer's Walk in Miami that, that a healthy eat, healthy diet and healthy eating helps prevent Alzheimer's. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. So healthy eating helps prevent Alzheimer's. So when I go to Popeye's and have a chicken sandwich, I'm not doing good there. Well, we're living in the moment. That's what we're doing. We're living in the moment. Once in a while, I can do that, right? But I'm not sure. Tomorrow's not promised. Grilled chicken. That's the thing, though. Zucchini, broccoli. I respect everybody that does the entire gym thing and and the eating right. I I respect your commitment. Mm -hmm. But tomorrow's not promised. You got to live for today. That's why I should have buttons here. So when flatulence comes up, it could be well-timed. It's not always about flatulence. Flatulence is... you know the comedic value of flatulence, Frank. You what? know it. What? You know it. We've discussed this in the past. I'm very disappointed that you've just taken this, this position of, of aloofness, if that's even a word. I, I don't get it. You know how I feel about it. That's why we're here today. That's right. You tell them. <laughs> I'm done. You're done? <laughs> Oh no, what did you do? Oh, I passed a long one. That's what we needed. You see why? You those, see why? Those hurt. You're a child, Millie. Those hurt. You're a the sharp child. ones, they hurt. Why are you speaking about pain now? It's like getting tased. Oh my god. <laughs> those are terrible. The diarrhea is always awful. But the sharp ones are like getting tased. It's awful. <laughs> that's. Oh, that's. Water noise. No. That's all water. There we go. It's oh. only gets to that point. Oh, but I have a feeling that, yeah. Million. <laughs> all right, I'll stop. Gosh. Yeah, what were the bad ones? But I, cause it, I had a very nice, neat one that if I would go to it, it was, it was effective. But now yeah, I had to go to that just to piss you off. Y'all, we leave it right now. <laughs> Street continues. We hadn't been funny until the last segment. We need Yendi more often engaged. Uh, Texter chimes in. Uh, Careful, you're going to stain your underwear. That was good. That's a whistle. That's a whistle. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm having way too much fun, Frank. I see that. Yeah, I'm having a little too much fun. That's all right. I I must say, because I've been trying all segment to get this news blip out, um, Dolphins have added some uh, players to the COVID list over the last 24 hours. Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that. Cornerback Cordero Tankersley, uh, defensive tackle Benito Jones, and uh, looks like long snapper Blake Ferguson. All have tested positive. By the way, like I now have a pretty good producer. Like Andy's in the know. Like Andy does so many things, I can't even believe she was able to pop this off. Uh, what's your excuse? <laughs> I'm like producing like 19 other shows that we're about to launch on the station like in the next week. Is that good enough for you? I guess. <laughs> I doubt I'm getting bombarded by Alzheimer's texts asking me if I'm going to be doing the walk this year. Which that's what we. I already answered yes. You better be. It's, uh, but I'm, you're on my team. I'm getting. I'm getting a sense it's going to be a little kind of virtual. I won't call anything hood, virtual. Virtual. Hood. Virtual doesn't happen. I don't Look, know what you're talking about. Virtual. So I'm getting the idea that, like I walk in my hood. You no, walk in your hood. I don't know. We'll talk about that. I'm just saying. I get the idea. I'm not in anything. I, I don't uh, know. The V word sucks. I, I got the text. 
V for Vendetta. V's terrible. I got the text. I bet you it doesn't say virtual in there. Nowhere. It's going to look a little different as we won't gather in large groups yes. and instead walk everywhere for everyone. There you go. So that kind of means like you walk that's, in your hood, I walk in my hood. See, that's what and Yendi and I do. We can virtually FaceTime and then we walk in together. That's what Yendi and I do. Got you, got you. We formulate the way the statements are made, although I didn't really have anything to do with that. But we got a big announcement. It's, it's August 1st. But August 1st is a Saturday, so we're going to have to wrap it around the Monday or sneak it in on Friday. We can't do it Friday because the announcement's Saturday. So let it sit Saturday and then maybe Monday. Maybe, maybe in order to make the announcement, somehow I can receive whatever the announcement is about so that I can look at it before talking about the announcement. There, there's my hint to nobody except for one person to make sure that, well, Monday we'll be inspired to talk about it. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. And if we get out of the cone of death. Tú me entiendes lo que te estoy diciendo. Sí, papito, yo lo sé, Armando. Mano, la gente me tiene loco, bro. Entre el virus y el huracán. Y el huracán no tiene ni nombre, bro. Porque tú tienes como 14 nombres. El huracán no tiene ni uno. Se llama Isaías, pero todavía no se llama Isaías. Planean llamarlo Isaías. Dios mío, santo, ¿qué es lo que es esto, chico? ¿Qué mundo vivimos nosotros? I'm not allowed to get political, Frank. That's our sign when I say no, no, no. No. If I talk about spelling Ronald Reagan's name right, you say no. Because it just gets me going a little bit. Bro. I'm going to do it, Frank. No. Yep, I'm going to do it, Frank. No. You know, we live in trying times, but I like to remind everybody, this is very brief. No. <laughs> you don't want me to yeah. do it. Do a little homework on the Civil Rights Act of 1964, guys. No. Don't typecast people. Don't typecast people because you'd be surprised how the hate spread evenly amongst the entire country. Don't let hate spread amongst the entire country now. But by the way, <laughs> you'll be surprised when you read some statistics about who voted on the Civil Rights Act of 1964. We are all one family. I know I'm not allowed to talk about this crap, bro, but it is what it is. And knock it off already. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's get back. Enough. Tua passes uh, his physical cleared and ready to practice. That's the word. Coach Flores said, I had the quote right here. Oh, and I lost it, of course. Flores says Tag, uh, Tag will practice without limitations when camp resumes. So I'm not allowed to give away. This announcement on August 1st. It's not a station announcement. It's, I believe it's an Alzheimer's announcement. But I'm not allowed to announce it. I'm not allowed to say it. It's against the law. Plus, Yendi's pretty tough, boy. She'll beat me up. Shout out to Yendi Alvarez. She's done awesome, awesome work. On the walk. She's, uh, she's dynamite. So fullback, Chandler Cox. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Chandler Cox. Unbelievable. I'm gonna give her, she can just come host the show. Stay in bed. Yeah, she is the MVP today. If we weren't busy like launching 17 new shows, I gotta come better tomorrow. I'm gonna come a mile tomorrow. Sharp. Ragging on you. You yes, you ragging on me, me ragging on you. And if you don't like it, 
I got your Joe Kelly Puchero right here. Look, mm, that guy's Superman, bro. That guy is Superman. I love what he did. The Carlos Correa is a fake tough guy. Yeah. Super necessary indeed, Jorge. Super necessary it was. For the first time in my life, I'm okay with throwing it at someone's head. Come on. Come on me. What? Oh, that's really bad, bro. You know you can really. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Stick it in your ear. Or I'm going to put the ball in your ear. Cheaters. That's why Kelly was pissed, bro. I know I'm going long. Fine. You know the only thing left for Kelly to do? Like any good Cuban in a good fight, a good street fight, what do they do? They take off their shirt, baby. I'm off. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.